Welcome to the Final Score Network and the Final Score Podcast, presented by Team Anders Realtors. I'm Andy. He's former D3 student athlete and co-host... Ryan! Find us on Podbean, the Apple Podcast Store, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at TheFinalScore35. There is always plenty to run through, but before we get to it, a word from our presenting sponsor. Team Anders' goal is to serve its clients in finding the home that best fits their needs and make the process simple and fun along the way. They are a team of people who will be in close communication personally taking care of your real estate needs through technology, marketing, and advertising. Team Anders has served thousands of clients over 30-plus years in the Grand Rapids, Michigan area, and are here to serve you today. Learn more at teamanders.com. That's right, folks. It's here. We have a field of 68. Some left out. Karma. We'll get to that later. Um, it's here. Wow. Best three weeks in sports. Um, cannot wait uh, to discuss this. Talk about the bracket. That's what we're all we're doing today. We're going to skip podium. We're going to skip a tee up. We're going to talk Big Ten tournament. We're going to go through each region. Go through the games. Talk about them. Favorites. All that good stuff. Finish with a sprint per usual. Um, but in other sports news, lots of NFL stuff going on. Free agency opens this week, so keep an eye for that. Big trade. Um, big trade. Um, Jalen Ramsey is going to the Dolphins um, for basically nothing. Um, and then the Bears trade out of the number one pick with Carolina. You've got a um, windfall for it. got a lot of stuff. Um, interesting, interesting, interesting. Um, let's talk hoops. That's what this is about, all about. This is a Ma- March Madness preview. We're a basketball and football heavy podcast, but it's basketball season. Um, first, we're going to talk Big Ten tournament. I was there, um, got to witness six games. Um, it was pretty unbelievable. Um, loud in that arena, um, lots of fans, every fan base well represented. Um, crazy games, um, competitive games, lots of upsets. Probably the, one of the crazier Big Ten tournaments we've seen um, in recent memory. I mean, you, first night Ohio State beats Wisconsin, knock, knocks them out. They weren't even in that last. We didn't talk, didn't talk about that. No. We watched it. They weren't even in the first four out. No. Um, Wisconsin, Minnesota beats Nebraska. Minnesota beats Nebraska in a good game, and then. Thursday morning, um, Rutgers puts Michigan's tournament hopes to bed. Um, and then Ohio State, tough as nails, um, beats Iowa in a good game. Um, and then afternoon session, Penn State beats Illinois for a third time this season. Have their number for some reason. Very odd. Um, I, I don't know. Penn State will take it. Um then Minnesota, Maryland, Maryland kind of ran away from them at the end. Um, and we got to the quarters. Rutgers, Purdue proved to be fatal for Rutgers, obviously. Um, played, they had a, I think they had the best game plan of the season against Edie. They doubled him from the same spot every time. Kind of threw in a, a little zone press um, a lot. And Purdue had trouble with it. Um, if it weren't for Gillis, they probably would have lost that game. Um, and Rutgers might be in the dance. Um 
But that was a really competitive game. Amarui played well um, for the most part. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Mulcahy, eh. Cam Spencer here and there. Um, I like that Simpson guy. He's going to be a good player for Rutgers. Yeah, there's some the good young He's players. He's the next Geo Baker. For sure. Definitely the next Geo Baker. Has the same number, similar look to him. Um, then Michigan State, Ohio State. Um Michigan State comes out, looks good, then proceeds to lay an egg, come back a little bit, lay an egg, and just they couldn't get over the over the hump. Very just no energy, um, poor effort defensively, lots of straight line drives. Uh, credit to Ohio State, though, without Sensiball, they played really hard and well. They're going to be good next year. It's, Very young team. Sometimes you, I mean, Sensiball is awesome. He's hard to beat a team second best freshman in the Big Ten. Um, but sometimes, it, offensive flow-wise, it can be a little bit of addition by subtraction. You don't stand around and watch the stud take over. And that happens not just for Ohio State, but in a lot of games sometimes. I mean, I kind of thought, it, as soon as Ryan texted me and said, Sensabaugh's out, I thought to myself, uh, that's great, but I don't know. That sometimes can actually backfire on you. And clearly it backfired on Michigan State, who went ice cold. I mean, as hot as they had been, you know, down the stretch of the season, uh, their offense was bad. Ohio State shot the heck out of the three. Fortunately, mm-hmm. I was working in my home office, so I had it on, but I was on a couple calls, so I didn't watch the whole thing. Otherwise, I would have been in a disgusted mood all weekend. So kind of got over it quickly. It didn't impact Michigan State, although CBS always likes to make Michigan State fans wait till the very end until we get our <laughs> seating, which was a little nerve-wracking. I mean, we knew we were in, but at the same time, we hadn't seen Rutgers at that point. So... Um, yeah, you know, but otherwise, like from watching on TV, you know, I think it was like five double digit seeds out of the first seven games. One, yeah, so and yeah, it was pretty crazy. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight lower seeds won games in the Big Ten tournament this weekend out That's of crazy. ten games, I think, right? Is that only two? Out of thirteen games, that's pretty good. Yeah, um, and Illinois had a. I mean, Penn State had an amazing comeback today, down seventeen, and they got it down to one. Mm-hmm. And then you know, well played by Purdue at the end. It was a, it was a kind of a smart inbounds, but it's tough to throw that long pass and and hope a guy gets it. And he didn't even get it off because he traveled. He was kind of fumbling it. Wasn't probably their first, second, or third choice to shoot that shot anyway. But entertaining game for sure. Um, and solidified my feeling on Penn State. That's for sure. I think mm-hmm. they're. I, I think they have a tough draw. We'll get to in a little bit with Texas A and M. But I don't think Texas A and M is too pleased to have to play Penn State. I don't think anybody was going to be if they watched any of that uh, tournament. That's for sure. Yeah, Penn State looked really good. Um, tough as nails. Jalen Pickett is the truth. I'll tell you that he's even more fun to watch in person. Um, give you this. Indiana fans came. Came out in full force in Chicago. There were a lot of them um, for both their games. I attended Maryland and Penn State. Um, they did not look great against Penn State. They were weird. Um, Purdue looked good-ish against Rutgers. Looked better against Ohio State for the last 30 minutes of the game and then looked fairly good today until they kind of blew that lead. Um, it was a fun Big Ten tournament. Um, if you've never been, I highly suggest going. Uh, it's a heck of a time. Um, fun, lots of good basketball. Um, 
And Chicago's really, always a cool town. Really good, great in downtown really good Indiana halftime too. entertainment, too. Some 64-year-old guy was stacked these chairs up and was almost touching the uh, <laughs> the scoreboard on the top. He was balancing on his hands. Oh, my gosh. Was, I thought he was going down. But <laughs> it's like there was that guy that was throwing his kid around. It was, that. Than that. It was way worse. It looked like he reminded me of Goldmember on Austin Powers. <laughs> um, That's funny. Terrifying. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, do you have anything else? Big Ten tournaments. Otherwise, we can get to the to the big thing. Um, yeah, no. I mean, I think it was a good Big Ten tournament. I think the Big Ten tournament is well done. Um, you know, no more Nance because he's done calling basketball after this year. So that's kind of a sad send off. But I, you know, I just think between the Big Ten Network and CBS, they really produced that well. Um, I used to kind of mind. I thought it kind of screwed the Big Ten to be the last game played seed wise but I think that you know there's so much transparency in the way that the tournament is picked now it's not a surprise I don't know how many games Lenardi got right Jerry Palm had 67 out of 68 I don't think I don't think that it matters as much because I think they have contingencies based on some things um you know in Big Ten's a great league right you know probably not getting as much respect seed wise in this tournament as the Big 12 um, that'll be obvious here as we go through the, the regions, but um, well done. It's always great to see it in Chicago. It's in mini next year, which is great. Um, it's been in D.C. It's been in New York. I really honestly hope it doesn't go to either of those places again. It's out, that's not Big Ten territory. I'm sorry, Maryland and Rutgers. Uh, but I do like throwing mini in there once in a while. I think they should put Detroit in there. I mean, between those Milwaukee, cities, you've got, maybe, yeah. yeah, maybe Milwaukee. I mean, you've got great Big Ten fans. Chicago, obviously, is kind of a mecca of Big Ten grads anyway so it's it's a really good place plus you have downtown chicago indy's a great place because downtown indy's so great um you know for that kind of stuff too is why they get ncaa tournament games all the time but um yeah i mean entertaining uh kind of sucked having michigan state out but at the same time it was a less nervous weekend because of course when michigan state plays no matter what they have at stake i want to win so not not all as much disappointed in the loss to ohio state although i certainly hope uh with another week off to cool down even more they get some things right, including their defense, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an issue for sure. All right, let's dive in uh, head first. Um, we'll start at the top, South Region, number one overall seed, Bama. I agree with it. Um, they're playing well. Um, great body blur. I think if Houston had won the AAC, they would have probably been the number one overall but I think I think Bama deserved it. I mean, they've had a good season. Or if I mean, maybe even if Kansas had won, they were right. the number three. But arguably, a lot of the pundits were arguing that they should have been the number one overall seed. Maybe not based on overall record, but they did have like ten or so quad one wins, which is or no, ten more quad one wins than Houston. I think they had fourteen quad one wins. Yeah, a lot. So kind of a big deal there. But <coughs> yeah, excuse me, excuse me. No, no arguments from me. I don't know. Alabama Alabama being the number one overall seed is kind of indicative of how wide open I think this is, to be honest. I watched them a little bit down the stretch and they're good, but are they the if they go are cold, they unstoppable? I don't I don't know. I mean I'm not saying they're gonna lose in the first round, but I boy. I, I don't argue with them being the number one overall seed, but I don't think they're the best team in the tournament. We'll put it that way. Yeah, I can see that, too. I mean, they're playing the, the winner of uh, Southeast Missouri and a Corpus Christi. I don't think Those are two of the horribly ranked don't teams think in college either, basketball. I don't so. think either, either uh-huh. of those are going to 
give them a fight. They'll win that easily going to the round of 32. Maryland-West Virginia, that's an intriguing game. Maryland, a slower style, um, older team. West Virginia, fast-paced, press Virginia. Um, just, they, I mean, they've been a roller coaster ride this season. Um, it could be interesting. I mean, you could you could flip a coin in these eight nine games. I mean, it's it's really almost fifty fifty. I think I did the math semi recently, and it's pretty close. But I I think Maryland gets out of there um, with a close win. And I, I I think that they could with the way they play defense could pose an issue for Alabama, which I guess we are we gonna go through. A bit? Yeah, we'll go through the first round, then we'll make our way through. So um, I yeah nine is upset it's hard and usually nine eights or pick them seven tens usually pretty close spreads too um haven't looked at any of the spreads yet but um you know nine is happens more frequently i think the nine has won four more times in the eight in history i mean it's it's meant it's close for a reason like i'm just looking at some of the metrics i didn't finish all the things that i'm going to look at completely um before i do another bracket but um maryland 30th strength of schedule west virginia six i mean some people kind of said mm, nine seed maybe they were more of an 11 but obviously they play a tough strength of schedule playing in the big 12 which is a, is probably just a stitch better than the big 10 uh all said and done very close in ken palm both 20 you know maryland 22 west virginia 17 um west virginia's a little bit better offensive team maryland's a little bit better defensive team um, Maryland's right there though. I mean, they're that kind of telltale top 40 Ken Palm offense. They're number 35. Their defense isn't too far behind at 33, you know, net. They're about, you know, they're pretty close to each other. Um, West Virginia is a little bit higher rated in the net, um, about the same gap as they are in the Ken Palm. I mean, it could be a toss up. I do like, um, I like Maryland's experience though here. And I think, you know they're they're one of those teams that they can get kind of sneaky hot um they can grind down and grind to a halt too but i expect that to be a barn burner and i think maryland's going to get the win yeah i do too i think willard um is a pretty good coach mm-hmm. they're pro- the problem for maryland the biggest thing i see is their issues away from home they're pretty terrible quite frankly on neutral and um, away floors and um playing in birmingham i believe here um I, I do think they'll win, though. That would be a good game, though. Um, so, Bama-Maryland there in the second round um, at the top. Moving down to the 5-12, an intriguing game. Um, San Diego State, winner of the Mountain West um, versus Charleston, the darling of the the Colonial, 31 or 30-3, and three, one of the two. 31-3, yeah. Um, really deep teams, shoot a lot of threes, play pretty fast-paced. Um they, I think they can pose a, a threat to San Diego State, but I think thinking more about this, I'm picking San Diego State because of their athleticism. I don't, I think they're they're longer. They have they also have a lot of depth. Um, San Diego State does, and they're I just think they're more talented. But I think I think it'll be a good game though. Classic yeah. five twelve. It always is, for the most part, very competitive. Um, Aztecs have been right there um, in recent years. You know, they've made some good runs. Strength, much better strength of schedule, much better Ken Palm. Their offenses are about the same. Um, the dif- difference could be, you would say, on paper, San Diego State has a you know much better. They're 10th in, in Ken Palm's defensive efficiency. They are 14th in the net. So they're, you know, across the board statistically, you kind of look at them like, yeah, they're it's probably a San Diego State thing. But you know what? The one of the more common upsets, obviously, when you include eight, nine, seven, ten, 
6-11 is the 5-12. Um, and this is one that I've got. I'm going to go with Charleston in an upset here. Right. It's my first upset of the tournament. All right. I like it. I, I could see it, but I'm going to say... I kind of like the way Charleston plays. They're a bunch of goons, goon, looking-wise. They could have yeah. made our all-ugly team last week, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, there's some some guys on there that aren't the aren't the best. Um, bringing us to um, the three... I'm sorry, the four versus 13 matchup, uh, another very, very, very intriguing one, um, and that is UVA versus Furman the Paladins um, out of the SoCon. I felt like the South, they came right out with like three or four teams that I was kind of thinking, ooh, they could be an upset, but they're all in the same bracket, so maybe they could be, but but yeah, an and uh, interesting one there too. I'm going upset here. Furman plays a fast pace. They average 82 points a game, um, give up 71. Um, good three-point shooting team. Um, I, I, Virginia, I don't think, is great. They were not, I mean, obviously got to the uh, to the ACC championship um, in a weak conference this year. I, I think that, I think Furman's going to win this game. I think they might win by seven or eight points, to be honest with you. Mike Bothwell and Jalen Slauson, two guys to watch for, uh, for Furman, solid, solid guys. I mean, 18 points a game, 15.7 points per game. They're both um, mid-30 to high-30 three-point shooters. Um, yeah, it, it, it could be a meat. Virginia wants to make it a meat grinder, and if Furman can get stops and get runouts, I, that, which I'm, I'm planning on them doing, I think they're going to win. I do. I don't know. I, th- I think the difference is that while, yep, Virginia's kind of a grinder, um, they've lost to a 16 before, so upsets are, you know, and they've lost to, they, I, that's kind of a team I'd like to see Michigan State be faced up with because Michigan State's fared well with them historically. You know, certainly strength of schedule favors them, defense favors Penn, or, uh, Virginia. I, uh, man, I could see the upset. Furman's one of those teams that I thought, yeah, you know, I wouldn't want to have to face them necessarily. But I couldn't quite get myself to pick that. It wouldn't surprise me, but I'm going to go with Virginia here. All right. Yeah, I could, I mean, Virginia's very well coached. I, I like Tony Bennett a lot. Um, Creighton, NC State. If you haven't watched NC State this season, they are exciting. They have two really good guards that are fast as lightning. And then uh, DJ Burns, their big guy, is like just a big boy, kind of like Derek Nix, but a better passer. Um but they're playing Creighton, who I think is very good. They're built for March. Defend, a National Defensive Player of the Year finalist. Um, and then they have good shooting, athletes, big guards, um, and then athleticism in their front court as well. That Kaluma guy is really good. I think Creighton wins this game by double digits. Um, I don't think it's really close, to be honest with you. I don't think NC State's great, and they haven't been on a great trajectory at the end of the season. Yeah, I mean, I think NC State's one of those teams that was, well, they were last four in, right? Maybe last in? NC uh, State? Yeah. Were they last four in? No. Oh, they no, they didn't win that in. game. Um, some were surprised that they weren't in the last four in. I guess that's what it was. I, I've said it for the last several weeks on the podcast. Creighton has... They're fun. Creighton has that top 40, top 22 that final, or that national champions have. They're, you know, they're 28th on offense, they're 15th on defense, Um you know, I I just I don't want to tip my complete hand here, but I think Creighton wins this one, and I think they win it going away. Yeah, I agree. I, that's a game I would bet on uh, Creighton ten plus scoring margin. 
Um, yeah, we'll look to see what the spread is. That may be because I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little something and bet a little bit on every single first round game and see how I do head to head in there based on my picks. And um, yeah, yeah, Creighton's like one that I I might take beyond and go with the spread because I'm typically I like to go head to heads. Uh, Baylor versus the University of California Santa Barbara Gauchos. Um, UC Santa Barbara. Two years ago, had Creighton um, down to the wire, the 12 seed, lost by one or two, I think. Um, solid team. I don't know. What they're, I think they're underseeded as a 14. I think they should be more like a 13. But um, they're tough. Uh, but Baylor's Baylor's good. Really good guard play. They have, they're have they healthy. Um, I think they win this game. They could be somewhere in the 8-12 to 12 point window. I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any stretch. I think, I mean, you see Santa Barbara's solid. They're athletic. I, I remember that from a few years ago, and I think they were very young back then. Um, I think that it'll be a pretty good contest, but Baylor prevails, getting to the round of 32, and hopefully for their sake trying to get further than last year as, the, as a one seed losing North Carolina. Yeah, here's the metric that stands out for me. Baylor, number two in offensive efficiency. UC Santa Barbara, 163rd on defense. Um, that's that's a big gap. Baylor's got some fantastic guards. I think it, it's probably a ball game for three quarters of the game, but I think Baylor pulls away in the end and, and wins that game. Yeah, I, that's that's very a very good thought there. Missouri, um, kind of a surprise. No one thought they'd be very good. Dennis Gates in his first year, seven seed, um, playing against Utah State, coached by former UMBC coach Ryan Odom um, played really well actually they they've good good uh, metrics um, and that MWC loss in the championship game to San Diego State I think it was a fairly close game I'm going with the Aggies I think they upset the the Tigers we got a set, 10 over 7 here I think Odom's a really really good coach I hear he might be one of the favorites for the Georgia Tech job um because your dad was an ACC guy at Wake. Um, I think they win this game. I think they're a pretty talented, good shooting team, um, experienced Aggies. Yeah, I mean, and I'm going to go opposite of the last. They're Aggies, 13th offensive efficiency, Mizzou, 178th defensive efficiency. Yeah, Both really good offensive teams. Um, Missouri's well, number 10. Action, huh? Should be high scoring, but I'm, I'm going like with the, the upset over. here, too. I'm going with Utah State as well here. I like it. Um, then we got the two fifteen. Princeton's, Princeton's done it before. From Princeton's that spot. done it before. They they had a pretty solid season. I don't see it happening this time. Though. I think Arizona's no. way too big. Um, that they're going to pose a problem. Arizona to the. I think they win by double digits pretty easily. Fifteen to eighteen point margin. Yeah, Arizona's a. They're, they're a big huge. team. They they need to just get out of the Pac twelve. The Pac twelve doesn't necessarily help help them. I think four teams got in this year. The Pac-12 just is historically not that great in two of the teams that are are actually Big Ten teams now. We got a Big Ten battle for Michigan State, yeah, for the for Rose Bowl. Future. Yeah. Um, so you know, you think about it that way, you're taking away some Pac-12 teams that are going to be Big Ten teams, and I, I don't know. Arizona's got the guys. Uh, I don't know. They've been a little inconsistent for my liking, but I think Arizona wins this pretty easily. Yeah. Are we going to go Princeton's the, back to their back? Go through the second round. Here? Yeah. Let's do. Let's pick it all Bama, the way up. Maryland. Bama, I think they win. Yeah, they're more talented. I got Bama too. Wouldn't surprise me if Maryland gives them a battle for sure. They're not. You have San Diego, or I'm I sorry, you have Charleston. Charleston and UVA, and I have San Diego State Furman. So the opposite. San Diego State Furman, the Paladins to the Sweet Sixteen. Ooh, look at that. 
Uh, Bama They're would be fun. licking their chops. I'm going UVA to the Sweet 16. Okay, I like it. And then Creighton, Baylor for both of us. The Blue Jays. Yep. Creighton, they've got a Baylor big, they got guards. Uh, yep. Creighton, I think. I just, Baylor was pretty up and down as much as the Big 12, again, was tough. They got throttled late in the season at home, maybe even on senior day. I just, I, I've said it here on the podcast for weeks. Creighton's, Creighton's my sleeper team, and I'm sticking with them here. I'm going Creighton. Yeah, they are, they are a lot of fun. Um, then uh, Utah State, Arizona for both of us, Arizona. Um, they're going to go to the Sweet 16. Yeah, um, definitely. And that Bama Furman, Bama, I think they win by double digits, get to the Elite Eight. Um, then Creighton Zona. Arizona. And I have Bama UVA, but I have Bama winning. Yeah. So we both have Bama in the Elite. Then Creighton Zona. I'm going with the Blue Jays. Ride the wave. I'm going with Creighton as well. Bama Creighton for it. Classic game. Bama is going to make a three at the buzzer to win it. First Final Four, I think that'd be for them. Here's my here's my first upset ride into the Final Four. I'm going Creighton as a number six seed into the Final Four, making it to Houston. Um, I like it. I, I could see that happening. Um, all right, that's the South. Um, you have anything else on that region? Nope. I you know re, I guess I would probably rank it like I I don't know. I think these are. I said to Ryan. You, they always go into who has an easy region, who has a tough region. I really don't think there's an easy region or a hard region because I just think college basketball is so crazy that as much as I feel confident in my picks and some of them actually rooted in metrics for the first time in a while, um, anything can happen. That's what makes March Madness the greatest. And the fact that there's no true juggernaut at the top. I mean, I probably a week ago, two weeks ago, I would have said Kansas is the team to beat and they got – hammered by Texas in the Big 12 championship game. So, And they'd lost him twice in the last 10 days or so. Um, I just think it's going to make for a wild, crazy march. And, Most and even, I think, has ever been. I think that bracket probably has the least overall experience. I mean, you got Bama, UVA, Arizona, you know, but like a San Diego State is a five seed. I think that's kind of an easier five seed, to be honest. Um, so if you yeah. want to kind of rate it, I think by nature, because Bama's the number one overall seed, I think it's the easiest bracket if you if you had to pick. Um, but it should be exciting, and, and I think uh, I think there's a there's four or five teams that could come out of there. But I think I'm, I'm going to ride Creighton here. All right, I like it. Bama and Creighton, Bama for me, Creighton for you. Um, all right, that's South East time. We're making our way down. Um, Purdue gets the one seed. Um, Not a surprise. You kind of I I almost wonder had they lost to <clears throat> in the in the semis. If they got in the two. You know, would they maybe in the two and Texas taking the one? You know, I don't know that that's a question that's been asked of the committee. I, frankly, I don't know. One, two, it matters a little bit. It definitely helps Purdue that they're playing in Columbus, which is great, and on Fridays, which is also nice um, since they went through the grind of the Big Ten tournament. But, um, I mean, they're playing a playing game. Texas, Southern, Southern fairly Dickinson. Dickinson, two of the worst teams. Uh, it's not even worth looking at the metrics. I mean, that that's a no way – one sixteen, no way. Yeah, Purdue wins that game with ease. Yep, Memphis FAU, intriguing. Memphis has uh, a veteran guard, Kendrick Davis, really good. Then they have a guy that's twenty six years old that plays small forward for them. Um, FAU thirty one and three as well, tough. But they do play in the CUSA. It's not like they're in some big conference. But they were good against the first two quads. I'll give them that. But I think Memphis's athleticism overwhelms them, and they win and. 
maybe yeah. pose a problem for Purdue. I mean, it's extremely, same. extremely well matched. If you look at the metrics, offense, defense, they're almost neck and neck. Um, you know, Ken Palm likes Memphis more. The Net likes Florida Atlantic more. Everybody kind of likes them. They're like thirty-one and three. I mean, they had a really good season, but um, yeah, I just think Memphis. They they've been there, done that. I think they're more experienced, and I think it it's a close game. But I think Memphis wins that game. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Duke and Oral Roberts. This, this is, is an intriguing five twelve game. It really is. Duke's playing really really well, and Oral Roberts has won twenty in a row. Yeah, Oral Roberts has a hell of an offense. Abe Smith is a is, is a great bucket getter. Um, they have a seven four guy. Um, I would not be happy if I was a Duke fan seeing Oral Roberts because Oral Roberts has done it before. As a 15, they beat a number two Ohio State. Yep, then they beat Florida and then almost beat Arkansas. Had a buzzer look to win it. I think Oral Roberts would not be a 12 seed that I would want to see. But I will say this. Out of all the fives, there's nobody playing better than Duke. In fact, I really think the tournament committee probably got it wrong. I honestly think Duke should have been a four and Tennessee a five, given the fact that ten, you know they weigh injuries in and Tennessee's point guard went out with an ACL or an Achilles a few weeks ago. Um, Duke's been on fire. Uh, Filipowski is phenomenal. He's like a... Roach is a good guard. Yeah, I mean, I hate Duke, but, you know, the best Duke teams have a stud white guy, yep. power forward that uh-huh. can shoot, that can score at the rim, that can dish, and Filipowski is that guy. So yeah, he's a nice player. I, as much as I want to pick Oral win. Roberts, and let's face it, I'm going to be root for Oral Roberts. I, 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 oh, definitely, I'm going with Duke. Yeah, me too. Duke. I think it'll be close-ish, but I think Duke's just too talented. Tennessee, Louisiana. Louisiana's not bad. They have Jordan Brown, he's their starting center. Was a former five-star recruit. He went to Nevada at first with Muss, and then he transferred to Arizona. Didn't work out. Ended up at Louisiana. He's really good. They have some good guards. Um, Tennessee's a little dinged up. They're they're a weird team. Rick Barnes is a joke in March. I think it's going to be close, but Tennessee's going to pull one out um, and get to the round of 32. By the hair of their chinny-chin-chin, 65-61, something like that. Close game. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I really was leaning towards Louisiana just because Tennessee tends to kind of choke in the tournament. They're kind of like Purdue that way. But, I mean, Ken Palm loves them, and their defense is really good. They're number two defensive efficiency. Their defense is great. Um, no, no. You know, I think that defense can carry them through f- to avoid an upset here. Um, I think I think Tennessee probably wins this one a little bit going away. Probably a low scorer, but I think they win them by... You know, 10 to 12 points. All right. Um, Kentucky Providence. This is intriguing. Kentucky, two months ago they wanted Cal's head on a, on a silver platter, and now they're mm-hmm. get up all the way to a six seed. Um, playing Providence, who is not uh, – they're a very strong 11 seed, I would say. Um, Bryce Hopkins was on Kentucky last year. He, now he's Providence's best player. Does mm-hmm. he want revenge? Absolutely. Is Kentucky really good with Shebway? Yes, absolutely, but they're weird. I, I can see Providence winning, but I think Kentucky's going to win a close game. Um, moving another blue blood in there. Um, and I hear um, Cooley also might be on Georgetown's radar. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I, I mean, I do think Kentucky is gettable, as gettable as they usually are. You know, you talk about Bama, you know, Bama being in the easiest bracket – you look at the blue bloods in this bracket in the East, 
it's the hardest bracket, just based on name recognition, I would say for sure. Um, you know, even Providence is no slouch. It would not surprise me to see them win that game, but I think Kentucky gets that win. Yeah. Uh, three seed Kansas State, great turnaround for them, playing MSU, Montana State, one of three MSUs in this tournament. Um, the Bobcats, right? I think it's who they are. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. Kansas State, they're going to blow them out. Yeah, I would agree with that. If it was Eastern Washington I, and they had continued that wave that they had, I would say maybe Eastern Washington, but Kansas State's pretty good. I think they get it done. Yeah. Michigan State, USC, the battle of the Spartans and Trojans. Second time they into the Rose tournament. Um, Rose Bowl. Rose Bowl special. Remember correctly, 2009, Michigan Walton. State. Uh, Travis Walton went off. Shredded their little triangle, their triangle, too. Yep, but I think O.J. Mayo was on that team, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um Michigan State, um, I think this is a good draw for them, playing at Friday, on Friday at noon. In Columbus, in so it's Columbus, nearby. a lot of Michigan State fans will make the trip. USC's got to fly all the way out, and they're playing 9-15, they're what they're used to. I think yep. Michigan State wins this game by 7 to 9 points. I think it will be pretty tight. Michigan State might pull away at the end. Um, nothing's ever easy for them by pull away. I mean, win by two possessions. I mean, if you look, Michigan State's guard plays a difference. If you look across the board, I mean, they're extremely well matched. But the difference is, and USC is no tournament; they don't win. In right, the strength of schedule is way in Michigan State's favor. Michigan State's got the number seven strength of schedule. USC forty nine. Um, Ken Palm likes Michigan State the same as the net. Really, USC Ken Palm likes more, quite a bit more than the net. I haven't got to turnover and three point percentage or some other things, but I I think that's. That's a matchup that I like for Michigan State. That's a 7-10. Probably the best case that, scenario, that take. honestly. Yeah. Um, both got the Spartans. Marquette, Vermont. Can Vermont do what they did to Syracuse in 2005 when Michigan State ended up playing Vermont and then Michigan State elite eight, or I'm sorry, Sweet 16 after that yeah. to the Final Four? Um, I don't see it happening. I'd love, the, I'd love that happening. Marquette's for him, playing. I don't see it happening. Really, I mean, Vermont's good. They made the tournament a lot recently, but Marquette's playing really, really well. All they're the Big East player here, Tyler Kolek, pretty athletic, well coached by Shaka. I think they move on. Yeah, um, I would agree with that. Purdue, Memphis. This is where Purdue gets in trouble. I think they're going to win this game by a little bit. They're going to get by somehow. But Memphis has got, I, if this matchup comes, that Kendrick Davis guy is a great defender and scorer. Imagine him hounding Braden Smith up and down the court and the athlete, athletes on Memphis versus those young Purdue guards that are not very athletic or fast. Yeah, I think that's that's where my worry for that, Purdue that is, is for young that guards that press, that, that they, choked, they almost choked it away today based off of that. I just... Uh, I struggle, but at the same time, I mean, Edie is a beast. He does not miss much inside. He, you know, assuming that he get, doesn't get a crew that's going to ignore or they're going to get him in foul trouble. If he gets in foul trouble, Purdue's in, Purdue's in big trouble. Um, but I think that Purdue finds a way to scrape this out. They have last year in mind, and I, I think they, they make it this time to the to the next level, and I think that they get this win. Yeah, I agree. Could be a good one, though. Um then we got a little Duke Tennessee action. Duke, I think. Oh yeah, I think Duke them. would throttle Tennessee. I, if I'm if I'm Duke, I am loving the fact that Tennessee is my opposite four. I don't even, 
I don't even think that's a contest, to tell you the truth. No, Duke wins that going away. I mean, again, Ken Palm loves uh, Tennessee. Their strength of schedule is better Tennessee. than Duke's, but missing a point guard against a team the way Duke's playing right now, Duke's on fire. There's no way Duke yeah, loses Duke's, that game. Duke's pretty good. Um, you got Kentucky, Kansas State, um, Cal versus Tang. I've got the, I've got the Wildcats. Yeah. <laughs> Which ones? Purple or blue? But one star. Uh, the Wildcats starts with a K. Yeah, right. right. Uh, Kentucky. You're going, you're going Kentucky. Nice. I think John's um, experience gets them over. I, Kansas State's a very hot and cold team, and if, I think they're going to be cold. And Sheboy, I think, is going to have a monster game and get them to the Sweet 16. And Cal's going to sign his lifetime contract with Kentucky and all's well. Yeah, I you know they're very evenly matched when you look at the metrics, but I just I think sometimes it's like does the shoe fit? And right now for me the shoe fits for Kansas State. I think that they they proved it in a in the best league in college basketball this year, and I think that they're going to find a way to get this win, maybe an overtime win. But I got Kansas State moving on. All right, Michigan State Marquette. I think this is was the, the battle best. of John versus Steve Polanowski. Yeah, yeah. How about that? Um, I think this could be a really good game, like kind of like Michigan State-Duke last year. I think this is a better matchup for Michigan State, though. I think um, Marquette, the Cola guy's good. Wisconsin beat Marquette this year? That think, was last year. Yeah, that was last year. I think it'll be a good game, but I think Marquette's just a little better on the defensive end, and that's what would get it done. Um, win pretty close, close game against Michigan State to get to the Sweet 16. Yeah, and I'm sure in one of my brackets I'll pick Michigan State because I, I, I do State. I do think that you know out of all the twos, honestly, my biggest fear was that somehow Kansas would slide to the two line and Michigan State would get screwed and have to play them. I I think you know Texas would scare me more as a two, Arizona because of their size scares me more as a two, UCLA even though they're down their best defensive player scares me more as a two. I think Marquette's the the most gettable two, they're the worst rated. I just I just don't know if I if. I, what I've I, seen I most, re- yeah. What I've seen most recently in the Ohio State game, or the way they kind of folded against Iowa, those two things are the things that stand out more than how they played well in some games. And I, I could definitely see it, but I got Marquette going on here. As much as I hate to say it, yeah, me too. And that that means we both have uh, Purdue Duke in the Sweet Sixteen, the Blue Devils. Yep, RKO to Purdue and their Purdue beat them early in the season, but Duke is a much different team with their freshmen much further along. Um, I think Duke gets that, and I, honestly, I think they win probably by eight to ten points. Marquette, Kentucky, Marquette. Yep, I'm going Marquette. There Marquette, as well. Duke for the freaking Final Four. Uh, I I'm going with Marquette. I think they're playing too well right now. Both of these teams, I think this would be a great game, but I think Marquette does it. I don't know why. I just feel it. I would let, rather see that than who I've picked because I absolutely hate Duke, probably only second to, to Michigan. Uh, but the way Duke's playing, I'm riding the hot hand, and I think Duke gets there. And, back and somewhere back. Coach K smiles that he picked a great, you know, successor. A great successor. Well, what, but will we have the, uh, if that happens, will Shire miss the tournament next year like Hubert did? Yeah, right, exactly. All right, that's the East region. Um, so, so far you have Bama, Marquette. Bama Marquette, and I have you Creighton want to do a quick ad? Uh, oh, yeah, we'll do that. Hold on a second. I'm, I'm like multitasking. Real quick, while, you're, while that, um, breaking the action, 
hilarious that North Carolina was the number one team in the country to start the year, missed tournament. First, First time ever. ever to do that. Weren't yeah. even close. Clemson. Thought they could maybe get in. No. Uh, Horrible Oklahoma strength State, of schedule. Oklahoma State first team out. That sucks. Freaking win more games. Rutgers. Uh, Rutgers. Karma, bitch. Sorry. Yeah, for not not helping Michigan State out. Sorry. To get Sorry, that last game boy. in. Bye. I mean, I think Rutgers, you could argue, could have been in. Certainly maybe over in NC State. But, hey, it's what it is. got to take care of business and you got to win your Wisconsin, games. Wisconsin, sorry. Michigan, oh, too bad you lost. Go home. Go play in the NIT. You can go hang. You can Dickinson make, can do his, hang his, a third his, NIT his, championship banner. Dickinson can wear a ski mask to the NIT final at Madison Square Garden. Good I think it's you, pretty but. funny that North Carolina turned down the NIT also. Yeah, they did. That's, well, Michigan, that's or did funny. they? No, they'll, they won't. They I won't. doubt it. They're too they, – they want to win. They want to hang a fake banner. Right, exactly. All right, so a quick word from our presenting sponsor, Team Anders Realty will help you find the home that best fits your needs, and they make the process simple and fun along the way. The Anders have served thousands of clients over 30-plus years in the Grand Rapids, Michigan area, and are here to serve you today. Learn more at teamanders.com. All right, Midwest time. Um, Start with the, the number two um, number one seed, Houston Cougars. Um, Sasser's out. He pulled his groin or something. Says he's going to be ready for the tournament. To come back from Says he's going to be ready for their first game. I wouldn't. I would try to have him back for the second yeah, game. Yeah, first game doesn't I mean, matter. They play Northern Kentucky's. I don't think they should be a 16, but that's just me. Um, no, out of the 16s, they're by far the best. All the other 16s are, are I mean, Howard is the second best, and they're not even close. Like, I, if there was going to be a sixteen that could beat a one, and that's a huge if. Northern, Northern Kentucky, Kentucky, if if Sasser doesn't play, they play fun style. Um, but Houston ain't, ain't going to happen. Houston so. win. Now this next one is one I'm actually excited for. Auburn and Iowa, two teams that just launch up shots. Yeah, no defense. Iowa number three in offense, no defense. Oh well, but Auburn's actually 29th in defensive efficiency. Yeah, they, Iowa's 167th. They're awful. Could be high score. First to sure. 90 wins. Yeah, Iowa. I was going to get hot. You think Iowa? I got Auburn. Yeah, I, I don't want Iowa. I think Aub- win, Iowa, but. the Big Ten typically does well, especially in the 7-10 and even the 8-9 games, but I think Auburn pulls the upside. I'm going to be honest. I don't, aside from mission say, I don't want the Big Ten to do anything in this tournament. I want it to yeah. prove that it sucks for you to officiating, but well. I think Iowa's going to win. Um, Miami Drake. I, I did not know this. Miami's big guys hurt. Um, yeah, and they have no post depth. Mm-hmm. Drake is a very, very good team, very well coached. Bulldogs over yeah. the Canes. Drake, you know, not as good offensively as Miami, but very good defensively. Miami does have some good shot makers, but I, mm-hmm. I think Drake Miami has been kind of one of those teams that gets in the tournament and kind of poops the bed anyway. I I have Drake as well. So there's there's your second twelve five. I guess I did have more than one upset. Um. Yeah. There you go. Indiana versus Kent State, the Golden Flashes. Um, Indiana's going to win this. Yeah, you know, Kent State. Good not, defense, not right? bad. Yeah, defense 38. Um, Indiana's 43rd. Indiana's got a good offense, though. And Trace Jackson Davis is, you know, he's, he's tough. Hood they kind of go as Hood Shafino goes, but I, I think that they. Uh, Captain's down here picking games with us today, and he's kissing Ryan, and he usually is the king of picks, so he agrees Indiana's yeah, going to win. Yep, he's an Indiana fan this week. Um, Iowa State, somehow, I they, they have 13 losses, and they're a freaking six seed. That's crazy. 
Um, Number five strength of schedule. Iowa State, really good defense. First, Mississippi State slash Pitt. I don't think they have a trouble with either of these teams. Mm-mm. But I'm telling you this. If it's Iowa State, Mississippi State, don't let your children watch. It's going to be first to 20 wins. Oh, my gosh. Disgusting. Yeah. The defense is Iowa State's eight, Mississippi State's six. Offense, 96 and 164. I mean, it's very interesting because Mississippi State-Pittsburgh play one of those last four-in games. You got, like, great offense in Pittsburgh, top 25 offense um, versus a top 10 defense in Mississippi State. Mississippi State can't score, um, but Pittsburgh can't stop anybody. So who wins yeah, what's that, that going to be? That's got to be a pick I'm kind of interested to up. watch it. Yeah, that could be that could be interesting. But, yeah, I've got – um. I got Iowa State I, moving on, regardless yeah, of who they play here. Shout out Bill playing the tough, this fighting Bill Norris's. They play in a t- you know tough conference. They've had some big wins. Um, they got some guys with tournament experience. I think they win this game. Yep. Uh, Xavier, Kennesaw State, Kennesaw State first time in the tourney. I'm going with the Muskies. Um, Kennesaw State's not bad. The Owls, but I think I think Xavier wins. Yeah, um, I think Xavier wins that game. I I like Xavier's I, game for sure. I don't know why. I, Kennesaw, I think, should have been a 15 maybe. Yeah, they're kind of a little... Uh, first time in the tournament. First time in as a 14, they're, you know... Okay, they got a little bit of love, but I would agree. I, I you know, To me, this next game that we're going to talk about might be one of the most intriguing first-round games. A&M and Penn State. A&M's been really good down the stretch. As have the Nittany Lions. Um, Jalen Pickett is the truth. I said that earlier. Seth Lundy's playing really well. Dredge, I mean, they're all playing well. They Penn State's, the way that they play basketball is it's aesthetically pleasing. It really is. And I think they ride the momentum and upset the Aggies, who are going to be pissed off that they got the seven seed when they could have maybe been a six. Um Penn State to the round of 32, first time in the tournament since 2011. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm. If I'm Texas A&M, I'm not happy. <laughs> I mean, you're playing arguably one of the hottest teams in basketball right now. A team that did not shoot very well from three today and still almost beat Purdue. Um, one of the better three point shooting teams in the country. Now Texas A&M has been playing well. They got throttled against Alabama. Um, I think this is going to be a good game, but I think I'm this excited. is where the this is where the Big Ten does really well in those seven ten games. I've got Penn State winning that this game is a as crap well. Shoot game yep. early on. Yep. Texas versus Colgate. If Colgate was playing someone else, I, I would say Texas is too athletic for them. Colgate's good. They can shoot the crap out of the ball. Best shooting team in the country. I don't think it. I don't think there's an upset. Colgate has a better chance of putting toothpaste back in the tube. The Colgate back in the tube, so to They're speak. They're well coached. Well coached team, but it's not going to happen. Not going to even be close. No. Texas is playing extremely well right now. All right, you had Houston, Auburn. I have Houston, Iowa. Houston wins. They put Iowa in a vice on defense. Yeah. Yeah, I got Houston winning this game too. Um, Sasser comes back, plays well. Yep, I would. Drake, agree that. Indiana. Seth Davis and Drake to the Sweet Sixteen. No, mm-hmm. Trace Jackson Davis, get on my back. I'm taking you all to the Sweet Sixteen yeah. for the first time since 2016, I think. Yeah. Um, Indiana. I agree um, with that. Iowa State Xavier. They might have played already this season. Could be a Portland. bit of a bit of a rock fight. Yeah, Iowa I State, like Xavier though. Xavier. I like that Colby Jones guy. He is fun. This is again like better offense fun. versus better defense. Xavier's got a much better offense. Iowa State's got a great and defense. Soleil Boom, really good player, cool name. 
I think, yeah, I think Xavier has more top to bottom star power, and I think that's the difference. I think it's a close one, but I think Xavier gets that win over the the fighting Bill Norris's. Then we have Penn State, Texas. Penn State's run ends here. Texas is good. Chalk. Yeah, that's a that's a two I wouldn't want to see. You know, you put Penn State. Penn State, I think, could beat Marquette. I think they could battle UCLA. I think Arizona would be tough just because of the size matchup of the two bigs, but. I think Texas can get into a street fight or Texas can get into run and gun. I think Texas is, is extremely talented. Um, yeah. And the way they bounce back with the whole beard situation, I think Texas wins that game. I like it. Um, uh, that means Houston, IU. Houston squeaks one out against Indiana for me. So for me, and it's the the Kelvin Sampson. Uh, oh yeah, it the, is the old Hopefully Houston. There's no uh, cell phones nearby. I I think that you know it's been an age since I've strained a groin. Let alone, I don't think I ever pulled one. Yeah, that's, from an athletic player. I don't know. He'll have you know that's weekend two. He'll have a little bit more time depending on how much time he's got to play in the first two games. That's the difference for me is I don't think he's completely healthy. I think he's a Who's big difference daddy? maker for Houston. So I've got Indiana moving on to the to the elite your eight. Daddy to the elite eight. Yeah. Xavier, Texas. I think this would be a wonderful basketball game. And I think Xavier to the Elite Eight. Oh, you got Xavier. I've got mm-hmm. Texas winning that. Again, like I said, I think Texas is playing some great basketball. I like that they can play a grinder. I like that they can run and gun with you. I just think Texas has got a lot of talent, and you know they've got Marcus Carr, who's like a twelfth year senior. Um, I think I think Texas wins that game. Then, I, I've, then I've got the Longhorns, Hook'em Horn, really? Indiana. Then Rodney Terry gets the job. Yeah, yeah. Houston, take the interim tag off. Of Houston his Xavier. Name. I'm planning on Sasser being healthy. Houston to the Final Four in their hometown. A couple of quasi mid majors there yeah. for sure. Um, you got anything else in the? Uh, Midwest, I think that's a fun region. No, I do think that's a fun region. I think it's it's an interesting one because Houston, if they do come together healthy, I could absolutely see them get into the Final Four. They're a really, really talented <clears throat> team. They're number one in Ken Palm. They're number one in the net. They're 11th Ken Palm O, 4th Ken Palm D. Um, but Texas is right there too. Texas, they're in those magic numbers too. 18-0, 11-D, number six overall, number seven overall. Um, wouldn't surprise me to see Houston, Texas, in, in an all Texas battle there in the in the uh, Elite Eight. But I I I really like Texas out of the Midwest. I like them quite a bit, actually. Yeah, I I, I could see them. I could see I could see the, any of the four that we all had. I mean, because we both had chalk and the Sweet Sixteen. I could see any of those four making the Final Four. Really. Yeah, yeah. Which would be which makes it more fun. Indiana's probably the most up and down team out of those, but I do think. Trace Jackson Davis can carry you, and Huchifino is he's been a nice player for them. So yep. All right, West one more um, to tackle. Kansas Howard not close. Kansas wins going away. Yeah, not even close. Now this one, I literally said, I said, I want Arkansas Illinois with Kansas, and what happened? Arkansas. That's what I predicted in my bracketology. I did. I predicted Kansas as the one, and Arkansas Illinois is eight nine. Nicely done. Beautiful. I think this. It, Arkansas, Illinois, if you want to see some athletes go at it, please watch this game. Please. There are so many out there. I think Arkansas catches Illinois on the wrong day, 
and Illinois gets the dub, I think they're gonna be. It's gonna be good Illinois. I do. I I agree. I think it's gonna be good Illinois. I think good Illinois could give Kansas a run for yes. their money. To be honest, but I, I definitely I think, think Arkansas could too if they win. Yeah. I really do. I think either of them could upset Kansas um, if they when, when they get there. Um, so you got you know, both have Kansas Illinois, St. Mary's VCU, St. Mary's newsflash isn't very good. Yeah. Screw the metrics. VCU. St. Mary's, though, you know, they fit 12. that they fit that bill. They're fortieth in defense. They're ninth or ninth in defense, fortieth yeah, in offense. They are every year. They're solid. You know, a couple of the guys on I don't know if it was a CBS or whatever said that they thought they should be more like a four. I think it was Pete Gillen said they should be more like a four. I think St. Mary's wins this game. I've already picked two twelves over fives. It's not gonna happen again. So I got St. Mary's beating I'm, I'm VCU. rolling with it. VCU. The Rams back at it. This one is very intriguing to me as well. UConn versus Rick Pitino and Iona. Mm-hmm. The Gales. Here's the interesting thing. Let's just say Providence coach goes to Georgetown. Who might go back to Providence Rick. and bring it full circle? Rick Pitino. Rick. I can see it. And guess what, folks? I got a 12-13 here. I got Iona beating UConn. Newsflash, wow. Dan Hurley, not a good coach. Jeff Waldron's choke. doppelganger. He's a choke. Uh, I, I know Iona's I, very good. Iona's good, but I mean UConn again. They fit that metric bill: sixth in offense, eighteenth in defense. Iona's a good mid-major program out of the MAC, the MAAC. I don't. I think it'll be close, but I think UConn sweats it out and they get a they get the dub. I have twelve, thirteen. You have a five, four there. Yeah. Uh, TCU playing the winner of Arizona State, Nevada. We should have the coaches go at it. Go back in the old time. Bobby Hurley versus Alford. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, both of the, Arizona State's a roller coaster. They could be. I mean, they're they, think about it. They're in because they made a half court shot because they were the last team in, right? Yes. So they actually made, because uh, they made a yeah. half court shot against Arizona. That's why they got in the tournament. Yeah, it's pretty wild. crazy. I don't think either of them could beat TCU. TCU is sneaky good. Metrics wise, Nevada minus strength of schedule is far better than Arizona State. So yeah, it wouldn't I surprise think Nevada, me if it's Nevada wins versus TCU. TCU, and I think TCU wins because they're athletic. Yeah, I don't know. I know TCU is good and they're athletic. And I heard Kansas State's coach talking on CBS before we came on the air, and he said that he thinks that TCU is actually the most talented team. That Mike Miles in the conference. point guard, he is phenomenal. I mean, that says he's a lot from a good him. from a good team. Of course, Athletic. he's going to talk up his his league, but still. So I got TCU for sure. In Athletic that game. team, Gonzaga against the Lopes of Grand Canyon. Gonzaga is playing really well right now. I think they they're mean, kind of flying under the radar. You know, nobody's are. not really talking about them. They didn't Zags. have the easy road that they've had lately. I think they're veteran. You know, Timmy and such. I. They're the number one Ken Palm offense in the nation, which yeah, I didn't even win. know. I think they're going to win Easily. that game going away. Yeah. Uh, Northwestern, seven seed. Welcome back, folks. Second time ever playing the Broncos. Is it going to be on a blue court? I don't know. Northwestern, weird team. Rock fight. Number weird 13 and number team. 14 in the Ken Palm defense each. And I'm going to tell you what. I'm rooting for Northwestern. I think Northwestern is going to win this game because of Boo Booey. I'm rooting for Northwestern, but I've been watching a lot of different things lately that said one of those mid-major teams to look out for was Boise State. I've seen that, too. I'm looking at the metrics. They're really, really close, but I think the difference for me is that Boise's got a bit better offense um, to two defenses that are head-to-head about equal. I got Boise State in the upset. That doesn't mean I'm not rooting for you, Northwestern, because my picks be damned. I always root for the team that I want to root for anyway. 
Um, I just think on paper, Boise State wins this game. I, I can see it. Um, although I would rather see Northwestern win it. I can see it. UCLA, UNC Asheville, UCLA. Yeah, yeah, UCLA. I mean, it's not even close metrics wise. I mean, they should be a sixteen. UNC Asheville should. Be. I would agree. I think. I think Northern Kentucky should be here instead. Yeah, or yeah, flip them with someone else. I. I don't. No way. Um, Kansas, Illinois, the Bill Self reunion. Oh yeah, the Bill Self reunion game. The NCAA sneaky loves these things. It's like the Kelvin Sampson reunion mm-hmm. game with Indiana. I, you know, there's always those storylines. There's always something. And some guess reason. what? We forgot to mention this earlier. East region, Michigan State and Duke again in the same region for the umpteenth uh-huh. time. It happens all the time. And Kentucky. In and there. Kentucky. Yeah, if the only team missing is Kansas <laughs> or North Carolina. Right. And, you know, mm-hmm. I mean. If North Carolina had somehow snuck in, I knew I I always thought they would find a way to put Kentucky against North Carolina in right. the six eleven. Just for been, a blue blood type of game, right? But Kansas Illinois getting back to the West, I think both. I think if Illinois plays well, I think they could win. But I think Kansas is just they're, they're really good and they're well coached. They are um, better coached than Illinois, and I think that gets them to a Sweet Sixteen. What do you think? Yeah, I think Kansas. I have. VCU and Iona. Awesome VC, bowl. VCU. VCU, Iona. I've got UConn. Um, St. Mary's. St. Mary's. I think UConn smokes St. Mary's. And yeah, I can see that. Dif- throat shows them as a little bit of a fraud. Interesting that they put St. Mary's and Gonzaga in the same bracket. Yeah, it is. Um, then we both have TCU, Gonzaga. I think this could be a great game. I do. But Gonzaga, Drew Timmy. Winner. Sweet it would 16. not surprise. Yeah, I I agree. I think Gonzaga gets this. I think Gonzaga's hungry. I think they're kind of toiling quietly in the corner. It would not surprise me to see them make it further than I got them, but I definitely have them winning this game against TCU and what could be one of the better games in the tournament. I've got Kansas VCU. VCU's Cinderella run ins here. Kansas wrecks them to get to the Elite Eight. Um, oh, we didn't do UCLA. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. UCLA Northwestern. UCLA. Obliterates either one of them. Yeah, I think I think UCLA crushes them. I think UCLA is is well built, very good team. Minus missing one of their better players. Back to it, Kansas to the Elite Eight over VCU for me. Yep, I got Kansas beating uh, UConn. And then both of us, Gonzaga UCLA, another March matchup. Gonzaga's got their number. UCLA's best defender, Jalen Clark's out, proves to be the difference. Um, Gonzaga to the Elite Eight for a little. Zaga Kansas action, and I've got Gonzaga beating UCLA. Same Gonzaga Kansas. I like that, and then and honestly, for me, tip my hand here a little bit. I think the winner of this game probably wins the national championship. Kansas, I've got Kansas as well. You've got Creighton, Mark uh, Creighton, Creighton Duke, Duke, Texas, and Kansas, mm-hmm. um, and I have Bama, Marquette, Houston, Kansas. What one of? And I've got I'm I've got Creighton's run ending. I have Duke riding that hot streak. And I have Kansas getting some revenge on the last later February, early March losses to Texas and getting that one. And as much as I hate to see cheaters cut down the net, I think Kansas is the best team in this tournament. I think Kansas beats an ACC blue blood for the second year in a row and wins the national championship back to back. Um, You know, and it'll make Bill Self's heart feel a heck of a lot better because if you hadn't heard, he had heart surgery over the weekend. Yeah. Um, so I've got Kansas cutting on the nets against them. I've got Bama, Kansas for it all, and Kansas repeats. Um, first time since Florida, 06, 07. Um, but as we all know, 
anything can happen. It's anything March. can happen, and that's the beauty of it. That's and, why it's and I'm going to have probably at least two or three other sets of picks. One that's kind of more on my heart than my gut. This is a little bit more on my gut, and then a little bit on metrics. And I'm going to we'll see which one rides. But I'll plug this one is is my the final score um, contest one. If you want to be in. By the way, let Ryan know I started a bracket. It's kind of for anybody. It's not just for listeners of the podcast, but you're certainly welcome. Um, Ryan can text you the information. We will be on cbssports.com uh, with the March Madness bracket. Five and entry um, rules, etc., are on there. You can have three entries, so you can play up to three times. Um, there's a breakdown, first place, second place, last place, and so on and so forth. So um, I think this is going to be... You know, I don't know how they'll measure it necessarily, but I think this will be the most wide open NCAA tournament in recent memory. Yeah, I agree. I'm so excited for it. If ever there was a year not to go chalk for the Final Four, this is it. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, I've got a one, a two, a six, and a five myself. I completely agree with that. It's going to be one heck of a time. Um, We're ready for it. We're built for it. Um, let's, um, Let's do a sprint. Since we didn't talk about golf, we'll add that into the sprint. Uh, Scheffler won. Awesome. Another one for him. Good. Um, guys finished 54th. Yours finished 79th combined. Valspar this weekend in Tampa. Innisbrook. Um, my two guys, Tommy Fleetwood, who played pretty decent this weekend. Brandon Wu. Oh, man. I haven't even looked at the Valspar guys yet. Uh Boy, hold on a second. Let me see if I can find some. You can let me know at a later time. Yeah, I'll probably have to let you know at a later time. Let's. I'll go. I'm going to throw a couple guys at you. Um, and if they don't play, I reserve the right to change them, obviously, for next Uh week. But I'm going to go with. uh, I don't believe I've picked Hatton. He's been on a heater lately. I know you picked Hatton a couple weeks ago. He finished second again this week. And I don't remember if I've picked Hovland. Um. Hovland is another guy that I think has been playing extremely well lately. You did not pick him yet. Okay, so I'm going to take Hovland and Hatton, and then I've, if they sit this one out for whatever reason. I would imagine Hatton will play because he lives in Orlando. Um, yep. So we shall see, but okay. I'm going to go with those two guys. I what? love the players. Great tournament to watch. Fun one. We didn't watch the end of it because we were watching Big Ten Championship game, which was crazy, and then March Madness stuff. Um, that's the only bad part about TPC going against it, but Scotty won in a runaway anyway. So Yeah, he was a runaway train. Um, all right, second one. What's the toughest region? Toughest region. We kind of talked about this a smidge, um, you know, from a kind of, you know, where we were kind of chatting about it a little bit. I mean, I think just strictly based off a of meme, based in, in kind of history, and I know it's more than that, I, Eyeballing it, I honestly think Michigan State's bracket. I don't dislike the East. I think Michigan State could make a run in the East, but I think with Purdue, a red hot Duke team, Kentucky, Michigan State, Marquette, I mean, Providence, Kansas State, Memphis, there's a lot of good teams in there. Um, I think, I think Bama's, I think the South and the Midwest are a little bit more lacking in, in big names. Um, I think the West is probably right up there with, you know, between Kansas, UConn, Gonzaga, UCLA. I mean, that's a heck of a first four seeds as well. I think those are the, the East and the, and the West are, I think the hardest. Yeah, I would say, I'm going to say West. Um, all right. If Michigan State ever, which probably won't happen because we've gone 
25 years in a row. Longest re- longest streak ever by a coach, Tom Izzo. Congrats, Coach. Um, if Michigan State misses the tournament ever, would you want them in the NIT and would you watch them play if they played in the NIT? You know, I guess it depends. Like, if, if they were just like a middling team all year and I felt like maybe a young team and I felt like they could get something out of it and maybe build some momentum for the next year, maybe with a class coming in or something like that, yeah, I mean, I'm not that pretentious to say I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play in the NIT because I think that there can be some merit there. I think if it's a senior laden team and you just underachieved for the year, you may as well just be done. To be honest, I think that's what North Carolina is doing. They've got you know they obviously have something going on behind the scenes there, you know. But I think if you're a team that just you, maybe you're just kind of always on the bubble all year. I'm okay with it. I mean, it's been a long time. We've been spoiled since having to watch it. And yes, of course, I would watch it. It's Michigan State. I'd watch them in tiddlywinks. Mm-hmm. How about you? Um, I'd want them to play in it, like if it was similar. It's kind of like a bowl game. I yeah. mean, if Michigan State goes six and six, I want them to be I, in a I bowl don't game know for the extra I, practice. I'd watch all of it. I'd probably watch some of their games, but I don't think I'd follow it as closely as if you it was would. The March you know you, you know you would. You know you I'd would. I'd be too embarrassed. You know you would. They'd just put up like a little pennant instead of a whole banner. You know, at Michigan, they celebrate it like they're going to probably have a parade if they win that thing. I hope they do. All right. You have the last one, right? That's three questions you already asked? Yeah. That's crazy. All right. This is a good question. I saw this on a TikTok. Chris also sent this my way uh, with the TPC being, um, you know, first and foremost this weekend. Would you rather get a hole-in-one at the Waste Management on 16 or a hole-in-one on TPC Sawgrass on 17? Oh, 17. I think so. I think, I mean, the waste management's awesome. I think the crowd is awesome on the 16th. The crowd's great. I mean, there's like 35 th- some thousand people watching that. 17, too. And 17 is just so iconic with the island green. It's a short shot, but it's so damn tricky. And, you know, that's winning time on number 17. Not that 16 isn't, but number 17, you know, facing the daunting task of water all down the left of that hole and woods to the right on 18 at TPC, I'm going TPC every day. Yeah, that's it. Um, wow. March Madness preview. Um, let us know what uh, who you think is going to win this thing. Um, any upsets you have, um, any fun bets you might have out there. Um, join the bracket group. Um, I can put the link out on, on Twitter yeah. um, as well. If anyone even looks at that, I don't know if that's a thing. Um, but yeah, we appreciate you guys listening. We're so excited for this week. Um, I'm gonna have a my my ass is gonna be have a imprint in the chair that I sit in upstairs. I'm not gonna be moving for two for four days. I'm gonna have to um, move my tea time. Dave, Chris, and I we're already. I've got a couple of texts from him. We're playing at 11:03 on Friday down in Orlando, but clearly we're gonna have to move that to. Uh, mid-late afternoon because we cannot just watch it on a telephone in the golf cart. Wouldn't be paying attention anyway and probably be dropping more expletives than we would playing golf anyway. Yeah, so we'll have to change that. I'm looking forward to it, though. I was kind of bummed that Michigan State didn't get to Orlando because they're actually going to have first-round games at the Amway Center. Would have been pretty sweet to go over there, although probably half as expensive as my entire trip. But um, can't wait. Love watching it. Live for the upsets. Uh, I'm horrible with the picking thing only because I root against my own picks. But I'm I'm just giving you my picks based on I, you know, a little bit of gut, a little bit of metrics, a lot of bit of watching basketball this year and what I think will happen. 
let that be what it is and what it's worth, and we'll see what happens in the end. We'll see who's the champion in the end for bragging rights. I think it wasn't last year. Didn't uh, JG, didn't he get the bragging rights? JG got it, yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. Nice. Shout out to JG. All right. Meantime, as the great Jim Valvano once said, to go from where you are to where you want to be, you have to have a dream, a goal, and you have to be willing to work for it. There are 68 teams that want to work for it. Who wants it the most?